keeping people clear that we we easily lose sight as to why we do stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm losing sight as to why, then I'm going to need to be reminded why. And mm-hmm. that reminder of why is also another trigger of the dopamine. Like if you can, if you remove dopamine from the the, the struggle to achieve something. There's nothing that makes it easier. It's just pure struggle. Mm. But if you're rewarded for the struggle, like because in the pursuit of something, and actually the pursuit is fun. Mm. But if you're not, that's a hard one. Okay. And then how do we make people feel secure in their role, right? Because when there's a lot of change, there's a lot of new things, you know, going through the process. How do we? make sure that they feel confident versus obviously we have the picture yep. and then, but how do we kind of build that floor for them as well? If that makes sense. Well, I think there's a lot of things. People don't quit companies. They quit supervisors, mm. right? So how good is my relationship with my direct supervisor? Do they believe in me? Mm-hmm. Do I get the chance to do what I do best at work? Do I have best friends at work? These are all part of the Gallup Q12 questions that really determine employee engagement. What was so, that? The Q12? The Q12. Yeah. Okay. This is, you know, they studied 80,000 managers, you know, hundred, thousand employees, something like that. And they came up with 12 questions that determine the success of the organization or really employee engagement, which is the use of discretionary effort. So if I have those those questions in mind, now I can actually start going down that path a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Can you recall some of those 12? Yeah. Do, am I, one of them was, do I have a best friend at work? Okay. Um, do I, do, is somebody talk, has somebody talked to me about my progress over the last week? Ooh. Do I have the tools necessary to do my job? Right? Um, someone taking an interest in my advancement. So there's lots of, there's like some really, really, really cool questions. Mm. And, you know, you can use that to survey the group because that'll tell you the levels of engagement. This is what we call engaged employees, disengaged, and actively disengaged. Right? So if you imagine somebody who's an engaged employee, if you imagine a visual, they're building bricks and building, they're building foundations, right? They're, they're putting effort in and they're building. The person that's disengaged is watching the person build. Mm-hmm. Right? If they need to go hand them a brick. Actively disengaged, they're kicking the brick wall down. Mm. Right? And so there's, let's say it was like 60, uh, like 16% is actively disengaged wow. of the workforce. This is a while ago. I think those numbers have changed, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty significant company. But, but, the, but most of the organization is not engaged. And engaged is what do I do with my discretionary effort? What do I think about over breaks when I'm at home? Am I just at five o'clock, I'm done, I'm out of here? Or is it? Oh my God, it's six. I better get home. You know, mm-hmm. I'm so engaged in the work. Interesting. Yeah. And, and I think we, we, the way we compare it, it's like we have our have to employees and our want to employees, right? We want, we want want to employees yeah. here. We want people who want to be here, who want to grow, who are actively engaged. Yep. Um, you know, hopefully our metric isn't as bad as the, as the 16%, but, or the, you know, the, I think we're, we're in good shape, but we do an audit like every quarter. Oh, like, nice. okay, how's our team looking? You know, one of Ryan's favorite quotes is, "We're not a we're not a family. We're a team. So we're like a GM. We're we're looking at our roster, saying, All right, how how are people looking? Are they still feeling good? Are they aligned? Um, are their goals aligned to our like the company's goals? Because we've had a few employees like that too, where you know they might have been great value employees, meaning you know our core values align with their core values. Yep. They might be very talented, but their goals might have changed and." Yeah. We teach wealth. We teach how to, you know, go be entrepreneurial. So it's not, it, it happens sometimes where people then, you know, take our, what we teach and then go apply it for themselves and we wish them the best and that's Which great. Which is not always a bad thing. No, I, I think it's great. Right? Yeah. yeah. I love your attitude on that. Now, some people get mad about that. I'm like, I think you've seen, we've seen that meme that says, the CFO says, what if we train our employees and they leave? Mm-hmm. Right. And the CEO yeah. says, what if we don't train them and they stay? 
<laughs> Two different perspectives, yeah, right? Exactly. exactly. Okay. There's the it was entrepreneur mindset versus, you know, sort of that that fixed um, you know, CFO, which that's kind of how you want the CFO to think. Too. Yeah, as they should. And then, you know, for us too, we hope that the emotional paycheck, the mission that we have and everything else is fulfilling enough that they'll want to stay even though they know they could, right? That's the hope. And if they, but if they move on, amazing, wish them the yeah. best. And that's, that's awesome. Love that. Um, so tell me a little bit about if I'm brand new to leadership, like I am against a lot of what a lot of our following and our audience, they're probably solopreneurs to maybe having 10, 20 employees. So for the solopreneur, who's going to make their first one, yeah. two hires, how do I become a better leader? I think to realize that you're not a new leader, mm -hmm. you might be newly appointed authority leader, but it's not your first time leading. And I mm -hmm. think we've all, because anybody, to me, the definition of leadership is anybody who influences someone. Mm. And if you're influencing somebody, you're leading at that point. And so you may have not had a typical job, but you understand what's lead to like lead a family, right? And so, and then if you have no experience doing that, then we got to start there. But leading is not a new thing for people when they embrace what that looks like. Um, one, anybody who's a really good leader is also engaging in personal development. Like you guys say, training every day, mm -hmm. right? So there's a constant and never-ending improvement. Tony Robbins calls it Kanai, C-A-N-I, mm -hmm. constant, never-ending improvement. And so being able to, to do that is there. Now, number one skill in leadership is self-awareness. This comes from some of the biggest sales training, or excuse me, leadership training uh, done in some of the world's largest organizations, some of which are my clients. So I get a chance to see how is Cargill and 3M and, and all these companies mm -hmm. that are training their leaders, and they all begin with self-awareness. It's like the number one. Mm -hmm. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that comes, self-awareness, I think, is the number one skill in anything in, in life, period, right? You understand how you're coming across. Uh, you know, we talked about sales personally. You know, how are you coming across at home to your partner? Um, yeah. So once I am self-aware, and I know it's kind of going to be different per person, but how do I now go to the next level and like take action? So then there's, I mean, the difference between leadership and management has been debated forever. Mm -hmm. And people try to demonize managers and, you know, uh, make leaders heroes. You need both. Mm. You need both. And there needs to be a little management leadership, leadership and management, but you need both of these guys. And some people that are just going to be less inspirational, but more execution driven. Mm -hmm. Well, thank God someone is so they can actually pay the bills, right? You got to mm -hmm. be able to get the money in the door and execute on what's happening. And versus, you know, if you don't have that, all of a sudden you can feel completely chaotic totally and for us we have we're all we're so far on this visionary side we need way more integrators and that's actively who we're hiring for we're, we're hiring for the managers we're trying to bring more people on because you know ryan's like we're going to be at 100 million dollars next year and then you know we need our people to go build it right yep. and hopefully we end up somewhere in the middle 